Greetings, everyone. Dave Stahoviak here, host of the Coaching for Leaders podcast. I hope this finds you well. I'm coming to you this week with a bit more than normal. This is the start of a five-lesson audio course that I hope will help you in moving others forward and also help you move yourself forward. I've also just opened up applications to the Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, September 8th. The Academy is an intimate cohort of participant leaders who work personally with me to accelerate their leadership development and organizational results. You can find out more and apply by going over to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. This is the first lesson in this special audio course this week on five simple questions that help move people forward. A generation ago, I think a lot of us looked to leaders for answers. Today, most of the successful leaders I know think first about asking the right question instead of just trying to nail the perfect answer. In this brief course, I'm going to zero in on five questions I know will help you to move others forward. A big responsibility we have as leaders is in empowering others. And these are the questions I use the most in my own work to help our members move forward. The best questions are simple and concise. Most of the questions in this course, the ones that I ask each day, are just a few words or a short phrase. My invitation throughout this course will be for you to take at least one of these questions and put it into practice this week. And if you're considering applying to the Coaching for Leaders Academy while the applications are open this week, I'll share a bit more about how these questions come into our work to help you to improve and also to develop the skills of others. Once applications to the Academy close on Friday, September 8th, this course will be removed here from the public directories and the podcast apps, but I'm still going to make it available for full access inside of our free membership portal on the website. If you're a free member already, you already have full access just by logging into the site and selecting the button that says Courses. And if you don't already have a free membership set up, you can do that easily by just going over to coachingforleaders.com and you'll get permanent access to this course and all the other benefits inside the free membership portal, including many of the past audio courses that are already there. And by the way, we've recently updated the site so it's now easier to mark Courses complete, you've listened to and past lessons so that you can track your progress along the way. So, with that, let's get started with the first lesson. Back in 2005, I started a new career working for Dale Carnegie and began the certification process to become a Carnegie instructor. Carnegie is one of the most intense and extensive certification processes in the industry, which takes hundreds of hours and often several years of work to complete. And I ran into the same challenge that everyone does when learning to become a better facilitator in front of large groups of people, inviting genuine interaction and discussion. You see, the default setting for a lot of us, me included when I started, was to assume that the person in front of the room was supposed to do a lot of the talking, provide all the content, and answer all the questions. And yes, of course, an instructor in any capacity does provide expertise and perspective, But in my case, it was just as important to create an environment where participants could learn from each other. 
when I was a Carnegie instructor, I'd often have tons of experienced people in the classroom together from all kinds of different disciplines. And it wasn't primarily my job to have the answers. It was actually my job to ask the questions that helped participants to learn from each other, which is easier said than done. If you've ever tried to facilitate a discussion amongst a diverse group of people, you know it can be really hard to get things moving, not because people aren't willing, but because the person leading the interaction doesn't always provide the space for the discussion to open up. So for example, I'd sometimes ask a question when working with a group of leaders like, how do you handle conflict when it comes up on your team? And inevitably, someone would say something like, well, I try to figure out what started the conflict. And when I began as an instructor, I'd take that as an answer, and then I'd move on to someone else who'd raise their hand for another answer to the question. And I very quickly realized that was a mistake. Yes, I would surface two to three quote-unquote answers to the question, but it wouldn't really elicit any depth or nuance. Instead, the answers would end up sounding obvious or generic. I began to notice early on as an instructor that people didn't always seem to share a lot of details. One day, after hearing an intriguing answer to a question and kind of wondering what was behind it, I asked a question in response. How so? That person then continued by sharing exactly how they walked through a situation with an employee and it generated a bunch of discussion with other participants who asked for more details too. That two-word question kicked off a ton of conversation in the room, just asking, how so? That's when I realized I'd been doing it wrong all along. Instead of just taking the first response as the answer, I realized that a question like, how so, would give people permission to go into more depth and share a lot more behind what they'd originally said. It turned out it wasn't that the depth wasn't there or that people weren't willing to share it. It was that I hadn't created the space to hear it. Once I realized this, I started asking how so a lot more. Almost always, the best and most insightful conversation came after I got curious about what was behind an initial response. Leaders run into this all the time, too. Most of us know that we should ask questions, but sometimes we take the first response from someone as the definitive answer or truth, and then we move on in the conversation. Not every response invites a follow-up, of course, but when you're discussing something complex, sensitive, or people-related, I found that it's often really challenging for most of us to articulate a lot of depth in an initial response. That's why I'd invite you to consider using a question like, how so, as a way to invite people to say more, particularly if their initial response is short or doesn't seem clear in some way, or maybe is bringing up a question in your mind. If you catch yourself noticing any of those things, I invite you to notice that frustration and then lean into it with a question like, how so? There are lots of versions of this question, of course. Um, I'll also sometimes say, tell me more to people. That's an invitation rather than a question, of course, but I find that if I ask it with lightness and curiosity, like, tell me more, 
it often opens up the door to hear things I would have previously missed. Michael Bungay Stanier has another version of this question in his book, The Coaching Habit. He calls it the best coaching question, and that one is, and what else? Like the others, it invites people to go beyond their initial response and explore what's there that you might not have initially created space for. Whatever version of this question lands for you, the point is the same. Asking a follow-up question that invites someone to say more than they assume you might have initially wanted to hear. This is especially important for managers in discussions with their employees. Despite our good intentions, not being curious with a follow-up question like, how so, or tell me more, or and what else, might inadvertently signal to others that we're only interested in the transactional answer rather than what's behind it. Initiating more discussion sooner often opens up the detail that you might not otherwise hear. Once you know that detail, it can uncover obstacles, concerns, and nuance that you weren't aware of. Getting there more quickly means that you help people move forward a lot faster. Sometime today, see if you can find an opportunity to ask, how so? Or invite someone to tell me more in a chat that you're having. Then listen carefully to what they say next and how it might help both of you to move forward more quickly. When I'm facilitating problem-solving sessions with our Academy members, folks almost immediately notice something different in how I facilitate these sessions than how a lot of problem-solving discussions tend to go. Rather than just jumping into advice-giving, we have a practice called discovery. That's the first 10 to 15 minutes of any of our discussions. During that time, none of us are allowed to give suggestions, share experiences, or provide any kind of advice including advice that's disguised as a question, such as, have you considered this? That's really advice, right? This encourages us to discover more behind what was said initially and helps us give better advice and perspective once we get there. It's still surprising to me how often the initial advice that I have in my mind changes drastically in those 10 to 15 minutes once we've gotten curious and found out a lot more of the nuance about situations. It's one of the many practices we use inside the Coaching for Leaders Academy to help all of our members to accelerate their leadership development. If that kind of support might be helpful to you, I'd invite you to find out more about the Academy and apply before Friday, September 8th. You can do so by going to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. And if you want access to this audio course permanently, simply go to coachingforleaders.com to set up your free membership. In the second lesson coming tomorrow, a five-word question I use almost daily that almost always elicits a lot more clarity for both parties. Join me for that conversation tomorrow.